Hey guys, welcome back to Life Unfigured Out Podcast. It's Billy and Giselle. And we're back again another week. Another episode. Trying to figure out life one week at a time. What it do? That's what we're doing. So before we get started, um, one, happy Thanksgiving. This is going to be coming out on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So hope you guys are enjoying your family, eating lots of food, and just enjoying their presence. All right. So you know how we do. How we do. The first icebreaker or the first question we always ask each other what we have been figuring out for the week. So, Billy, babe, mm. what have you figured out this week? Uh, I have figured out that I should not have waited so long to see my dentist because uh, that dentistry had me laid up in that chair all numbed out. Like half my face was droopy. And and they kept they kept drilling and and working on me. It was it was it gave it was giving me high ex- anxiety. You know, mm, they was in there putting in work, huh? You know, it it seemed like something out of a movie, like just people. It was like lights and then people with masks mm. and tools and 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 it was just. But the overall experience after I calmed down was nice though. They had nice jazz music going from uh, West Montgomery. Mm. Um. That jazzy jazz. Yeah, they kept asking me, was I okay? And it kept asking me all types of life questions, but I couldn't answer because they was in my mouth. Well, I hate it when they do that. Like, why are you going to try to ask me all these questions and you have 50 things in my mouth and I can't answer? So I'm answering like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? Like, why are you ans- asking all these questions? And then it was, so, you know, uh, I, I guess if people have like certain type of insurance with their job, you get uh, cleanings, two cleanings or one cleaning a year. But you know mm-hmm. when you go in, they gonna try to uh, up the package. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, we found something. We gonna have to do a deep cleaning. You know that's gonna be an extra one fifty. You know over the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got some cavities. You know you was in here last week. You didn't have no cavities last week, but now you back here again. You got five cavities. We gotta fill. Fifty dollars a cavity. Boom over the head. You know, mm. and you know, doctor be making. You know, I should have been a dentist. That's what I or a dentist technician because they were doing the work. So it sounds like they got you. They hit you over the head. You know, what you I'm went saying? through and got, got the a, deep cleaning. I got a lump over the back of my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but that's something that you you should spend the money on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, taking care of your oral oral health. Mm-hmm. 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 So I got uh, that. Um, I got uh, some nice toothpaste, a new toothbrush, some dental floss, uh, mm-hmm. some mouthwash, and some cool new sunglasses. Mm, okay. And uh, yeah, you know, nice rapport with my dentist. He knows me by my name now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll see how that works when you go back. Mm-hmm. Client, nice to meet you again. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> what up? <laughs> Hey, good buddy. How are you? <laughs> you know, I'm good for it. Hey, girl, it's so nice to see you. How you been doing, girl? I'll hit you with the girl real, real quick. quick. Mm-hmm. Real quick. You know, I'm terrible with faces and names. I'm just terrible with people. So uh, what have you figured out this lovely week? 
so just to give you a progress report from last week, still, you know, still working on it, having my fallbacks, but hey, nobody changes in a day. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, be sure to go ahead and listen to our first episode when shit hits the fan. <laughs> you see how I did that? Yeah, see what shameless I did there? plug. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyway, what I have figured out this week is you cannot Google everything. And what I basically mean by that is um, a few days ago, um, a friend was having an issue and I didn't know how to deal with that issue. So my initial reaction was like, let me Google it. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, well, I can't Google how to be a better friend. I'm, I'm pretty sure I could, Mm -hmm. but what generic, you know, information is it going to give me or how to be there when somebody needs you or how to give encouragement when somebody is like down, you can Google those things, but really those things should come from the heart. Mm -hmm. And it just, you know, made me stop like, dang, Like, I really have to think about this. Like, I really want to just Google it and I cannot. So just thinking about how that processes through my mind and how I can, you know, be there for my friends or for whoever that needs me during that time. Um, So, yeah, I just figured out that you really can't Google everything. Mm. Google has failed. Yeah. <laughs> can't ask Siri. Can't can't ask Alexa. Don't say that too loud. I don't want her. You know she's already <laughs> hearing us. At first, I thought she was going like another route with the story. Mm. Like Google. Like I guess when you having like symptoms of being sick or something, you Google it and it tells you that you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> I never do that because I get so scary, and so I'm like, well, let me just not do that because everything that you like Google will say like, you know, could be mild case of the flu, mm-hmm. could be, you know, common cold, could be cancer. <laughs> <laughs> but consult your doctor. Because <laughs> that warning leave. Consult your doctor. Yeah. So I'm just like, I can't. True. true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, all right. So y'all have heard what we learned. We'll, we'll be very, very interested in learning what you have learned. So we can learn together and you might be lucky enough for us to read it on the podcast. Yeah. So most definitely in the show notes down below, if you click on the read more tab, you'll find everything that you need to know to leave us either a video message or you can reach out to us on our social media platforms and send us a message a message there yeah yeah so uh, again thank you for all 20 people listening <laughs> to our first episode <laughs> into now uh we, we we thank you from the bottom of our hearts we love y'all just you know let's be a community let's learn together let's grow like it's probably 15 five of those would be <laughs> trying to get our plays up okay i ain't mad at you <laughs> i did that when i first started my youtube channel mm-hmm. i didn't know it counted your view too so after i like refreshed it it said like one view and i'm like oh my god <laughs> i got a view refresh dumb two views refresh three views wait a minute wait a minute dumb dumb it's yourself so this week we are learning are we discussing how to say uncomfortable, how to be comfortable with saying things that are uncomfortable. Yeah. How do you have those 
difficult conversations and that can be a, a an array of things we're not saying like you know this is not going to be the blanket mm-hmm. for how to have that conversation for every conversation every difficult conversation that you might have this is more of maybe a lighter touch of it we're not going like you know real deep into it just want to put that disclaimer out i have no idea what that disclaimer is supposed to mean (laughs) (laughs) so for instance for one example uh this week you know my wife she loves me and she wants to you know do her part to upkeep my manly ego so i guess we was i was talking to her one day in the car and uh she just looks at me and she says you know what, baby, I'm going to schedule you a dentist appointment. And I was like, yeah, go ahead, girl. I'm thinking, you know, she got my back. Go ahead, girl, do that. And, you know, I ain't never. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. That was oddly <laughs> random. <laughs> and I was talking and she just interrupted me. And I was like, do, do my breath stink or something? She was like, just a, just a tad, just not even, you know, just a little bit. And I was like, oh, man. Okay, yeah, this guy go to the dentist, you know. And I was like, wait a minute, why a dentist though? If I I just could have brushed my teeth a little longer in the morning. And I was like, was this like an ongoing thing? She was like, just a couple days, but just a couple. And I was like, so you got me out here in the world with stink breath, not telling me no, no, you know. I was just, I was more upset at her that she let me go on this long with stink breath. I mean, and it's hard. I was really thinking about how do I tell him not interrupting me in the middle of my story (laughs) and just saying, you know what I'm going to do for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make you an appointment. You know, we're going to, we're going to be honest, right? Mm -hmm. This is us figuring out. So when we were driving, you know, it was, I don't even think we had the air on, like no air was circulating or anything. (laughs) And you were just so excited about your day. I wanted to be excited with you too. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to share Mm -hmm. whatever you were accomplishing or whatever your excitement was, but I could not concentrate. Wow. So I was just thinking like, how can I say this? You know, I had a tuna, I had a tuna salad, you know, for lunch too, you know? It just, it could have been that. But no, no, baby, no, baby, no. <laughs> no. And what's, and I know that you brush your teeth mm. and floss and use mouthwash daily because, I mean, we get up together, we get ready together. So I physically, you know, see you doing those things. So I was more concerned um, that it possibly would be, you know, something health related. Mm. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, you went and got a cleaning and, you know, your regular exam that they do at the dentist. Because I was like, well, if you're doing all of these things, I wonder if it's, you know, something else Mm -hmm. that we really need to look at. Because, you know, at the beginning when we said, you know, we Googled different things, Mm -hmm. I Googled and I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, he has that I don't I don't want to call it gingivitis. It's something else where like all of your your gums start to deteriorate and your teeth fall out. And I was like, and like one of the symptoms was bad breath. I was like, oh, my God, we got to get him to the dentist. But, yeah, I thought to myself that that was the best way to like bring up the topic. Like, hey, let's 
schedule a dentist appointment. But it was mid sentence when I was telling you about my day. It was like, you know, you just put your hand, you know what I'm going to do for you. <laughs> for you. <laughs> and then, like, like, I, like, when she told me, like, right, my instantly my defense went up and like I became so insecure and I was just thinking of the whole drive home and I was like wait a minute sometimes during Christmas Giselle dad gets me <laughs> toothbrushes and toothpaste but that's and I and I brought that up to her no. she was like no she he does that for everybody he does you he know, does I, I got the same toothbrush and toothpaste I remember everybody got. everybody got it everybody did but what if he did that just not to make me feel like I was singled out. No, my dad's a terrible gift giver. Like we get no, two, no. we've been getting toothbrushes no. and toothpaste every year since I was little. It was a stocking stuffer, you know, because he says you always need it. It's there. I give you things that you need. Anyway, I don't mean to interrupt you, Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> but uh, was that Taylor Swift or was that yeah it was Taylor Swift? No, nah, well it was Taylor Swift, but it was Kanye. Kanye to interrupt yeah. it. But um, I say that to say this. When is when you're trying to bring up a difficult conversation to someone, you know, instantly their guard is going to go up and mm-hmm. insecurity and paranoia paranoia is gonna gonna come into the fold. But but tell me like another instance for you, like how did somebody bring up something to you, or you brought up something to someone? How did that go for you? Oh, I would say yours was the best one. Like, wow, you know. <laughs> We didn't get into arguments or anything. It was just a a conversation. Um, So there was one time, one of, I don't want to say it. It's so professional if I say one of my colleagues back in high school. But (laughs) she wasn't like a friend friend, Mm -hmm. like one of my like best friends but you know she was a friend Mm -hmm. mutual friend she was known yeah Mm -hmm. i knew her name and um i don't even know how to say this now Hmm. um she was not very fresh Mm. and when girls have their cycles i'm just saying we're all we're all adults here when girls have their cycles we have to take extra measures so we're fresh. Okay, you're the one who's ashamed to see you. It's only me and you in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you whispering for? <laughs> Shut up, Millie. Okay, okay. Let me talk. Being mean. Anyway, so um, I, I don't think I was rude. I just think whenever somebody hears somebody else telling them that you know oh, something bad yeah mm-hmm. they autom- like you said that like you said they automatically get defensive mm-hmm. so um one day after was it gym i want to say after athletics um i went up to her and i was like hey i have this wonderful brand of stuff <laughs> <laughs> And I I see you've been doing this for a while, huh? (laughs) And it wasn't it wasn't like in front of everybody. I made sure not to make it like a huge ordeal. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, to single out someone and be like, oh my God, this this girl stank. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't want to do that. So I'm like So did like everybody know too, or was it just you? Everybody knew. I knew a few people who we like talked about it with, Mm -hmm. like like, oh, okay, she must not know. Mm. Like, should we tell her? Should we not? What do we do? And I'm pretty sure if, you know, we smelled her, then other people did too. 
So I went up to her and was like, hey, there's this soap that I enjoy using. And I want to say it was like Caress or something. Mm. I was like, I just discovered this scent. You should try it. It's amazing. And she was like, oh, okay. And then I want to say it was like when people were around that I said that. And once everybody, you know, kind of left because it was at the end of gym or into athletics, I was like, okay. So I know this is really hard to hear and this is extremely hard to say. I'm not trying to be rude, but a lot of the girls, we smell your cycle. Mm. And she was like, oh my God, I didn't know Mm -hmm. and things like that. So we just... You know, she was really appreciative, but you can tell, like, she was just super embarrassed. Sure, sure. That's only normal. And, but it was it was difficult to get that, like, initial courage to go up to her and tell her, too. Because, you know, it's it's awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you go up to somebody and say, hey, you stink? I mean, for one, you just got to be... You got to be somewhat, like, brave about it, you know, because it does take a certain strength to do that you know yeah we don't want to offend but yet we want to help that person out and we're living in like this new social order that everything just has to be positive and good and nothing bad you know Mm -hmm. so it's we got to do it you know yeah so what's a difficult conversation or um yeah a difficult conversation that you had to have well um I think I still might have to have it. And I have this friend who uh, feels as though I wasn't there for him in his time of need as much as I guess he wanted or expected I should be there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just uh, got to have a conversation, I guess. It wasn't that I didn't want to be there, you know, but I also don't want to have excuses you know yeah so i don't know we will see how this conversation goes Mm-mm. we'd love to hear a a check-in on that just to see how you maneuver through that and i mean that that's something too once you have like really close and good friends how do you have those conversations with them um if you have to have like a difficult conversation it's really just about thinking before you speak, just to make sure that you're not, you know, saying anything that could make things worse or you're using, you know, the best choice of words possible to convey what you are feeling at the moment. And but a lot of people don't know words, you know, like mm-hmm. we use what they call it, uh, phonetics, ebonics. Yeah. Um, you know? I mean, even if it's the best choice of words that you know at the time. I know. A lot of people only know the word motherfucking. Okay. You know, that's uh, that's the only words they know. Okay. Okay. They they just say it with different inflections to make it, you know, kinder. You know what? You my motherfucker. You know that? Really? <laughs> this mother you know, it's it's different different that's the only words people know. Some people. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, do you have any? Uh, did you ask Google for any articles that might help people to develop a process to talk about difficult situations? Well, since you ask, you know I did. 
things that you can Google. <laughs> so um, I have this author by the name of Judy Ringer and all of her information will be down below. Um, you can read her bio. She has been a teacher for, you know, forever. And she is a um, basically like a a coach. She does coaching and training on how to have difficult conversations and how just to have conversations. So one of the articles that's on our website, that is judyringer.com, is we have to talk a step-by-step checklist for difficult conversations. So when I initially read this, I was like, okay, this is, this is pretty good. Um, so basically... Um, like before, I'm just going to give you the high points. You can go through and read all of the information that she has. Um, she even has like, um, a little way to practice as well, because of course, having those difficult conversations are hard and awkward. So she has different like practice questions that you can use to bring up the topic. So, uh, step one is to, uh, Okay. Step one is to inquire about the difficult conversation or um, the reason that this difficult conversation has to happen. Uh, Step two is acknowledgement. And she states acknowledgement means showing that you have heard and understood um, the person. Uh, Step three is to advocate. So um, a sense that you are advocating for that person as well, just not having a negative bash on that person, that you are truly caring for them and this is what you think is for the best or you're just trying to help. Um, Step four is problem solving. So how can you get past this situation Um, building solutions and then the last one um, or the last tip that she has is to practice so if you want or if you need to have that difficult conversation you're just going to have to practice before you initially have that conversation so you can know um, what to say how to say it and things like that so she also provides questions for you to bring up the conversation so one of those questions um is I have something I'd like to discuss with you that I think would help us work more efficiently. Um, And that's a really good one because I know that we've always, or I know we've all been in that situation where we might have broke up with a boyfriend and we all get that text or receive the text that says, we need to talk. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh my God, she's going to break up with me. What's happening? You want to know something funny? I used to send that to you like all the time just to like torment you. And it'll just be like, I love you. (laughs) And then I just go, I just go about my merry, my merry little way. But yeah, we've all seen or received that little, we need to talk text and all have been like freaked out. Like, what do they have to talk about? Or, what's happening but these are just more uh efficient and just better questions to ask instead of just saying we need to talk so billy i know that you stated a conversation that you are probably going to have in the future but what is a difficult conversation that you've already had i know i had lots of difficult conversations but 
What Thank about you. in your adult years? Yeah, uh, same. A lot of difficult conversations, but the process that I've been through with all those was just coming from a place of love and not from a place of ridicule or, you know, um, hate. hate. Coming uh, has to be constructive. Like it has to have a meaning of why you're bringing this up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm bringing this up because blah, blah, blah. I love you because this needs to change mm-hmm. because I see you inflicting pain upon yourself. Mm-hmm. So you have to come from a place of love and that love has to, you know, have have to have a purpose or reason behind why you bring the situation up. Mm. Yeah. And hey, you, you stink. Go take a shower. <laughs> You know, or, hey, you, you know I love you, right? Mm-hmm. I bought this Eve soap for oh you. <laughs> you can't use my methods. I think the more that, especially we, like, get to know each other, not get to know each other, but, you know, continue to learn each other, those minute, difficult conversations become, you know, quite easy. Mm-hmm. So even though, you know, I've been thinking about how to tell you about your dental hygiene for a couple of days. I was well, still... Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not my dental hygiene, because my dental hygiene is is accurate. Okay? <laughs> Alright, Bios. Thank you, bruh. That what you wow, want me to say? No. And then I was just was, trying to say it you better. You worried, you know. Uh, I can... I was nice. I was using good choice of words. Mm-mm. Because the dental hygiene, it is like a reoccurrence every day. And like you said, I brush my teeth every day. Okay. Anyway. You was worried. You was worried. About your dental health. Okay. Yeah. Overall status. Okay. And status. It is status. Status? It's not state. S-T-A-T-U-S. State. Status. Status. And I just said it like three different ways. <laughs> Status. Status. State us. Okay. You see what I go through? This is who? You was worried about my dental status. Okay. So. <laughs> and you're just doing this to get on my nerves. Dang. You need to So what if you that. had a friend and she or he had a romantic partner and you felt like this romantic partner was for the their best interest how do you yeah wasn't how would you handle that situation i would have to have some some facts like some things had to happen either like i know that he's being um unfaithful or if he is like being like real disrespectful, maybe flirting with her, just not treating her with like respect, I have to have some sort of fact. Um, once I have that fact, then I would sit down with her and just say, "Hey, gotta tell you something." <laughs> no, um, pull out the receipts. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pull out the receipts unless. They wanted to see them. Hmm. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Yeah. So I would just, you know, sit them down, tell them what's happening. And I would 
mention or yeah, make it known that I do have information to, you know, provide if they want to see it. Oh yeah, because if they in they in uh what's that, the early stages of love and they feeling it, they way up and you just be like, I'm gonna have to bring you down. <laughs> and you, they could they could blame you for their un their, you know, unhappiness. Even though the happiness was created by their partner, but it was because you brought it to light, mm-hmm. you know, where I made them realize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's really tough too. Cause it all depends on, of course, various. So it all depends on just various situations. Um, how you would have that, that conversation. If it's, let's say, I don't even know. Let's say if it's like you, it's one of your friends and like in your friend circle, like, do you bring everybody in? I don't know, because that can be sticky as well, because you don't want it to be like a, a intervention circle. I think that's way too intense, um, depending on what it is. If it has to be that intense, like a wake up call, then um, maybe you should do that. But I, I think. It, it's kind of intense and it can put the person into shock. Mm-hmm. So I really can't say what I would like generally do because it just depends on what's happening, how I would handle that you, situation. Let's say, let's say you went to Chick-fil-A and mm-hmm. boom, you seen him all booed up. Get okay. him some filet, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll quickly take my pictures, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> be on my CSI mm-hmm. investigator, private investigator. And I wouldn't wait. Like I would tell that person as soon as I'm available to tell her. Really? Yeah. Cause would, I think you wouldn't it, just sit on that information. No, I think it, it would be worse if I waited. So let's say, you know, I got the pictures or let's even just say I saw it. If it was a close friend. Um, and I waited, three six months and something else happened and i bring it up then and i'm like well i did see him you know six months ago with the same girl Mm. and then they're gonna be even more mad like why didn't you bring this up sooner like why didn't you sit down and tell me i would have you know i would have wanted to know sooner like as soon as you know knew i want to know we have a question from a listener and it reads as so Would you bring a gift from a previous relationship into a new one? For me, I'm giving away a jacket that my ex bought me. I wasn't asked to, and my now girl would have never knew where it came from because I had it before I met her. (laughs) So, and said, still, I would rather someone else have it. So he's cleaning house. He was he wants none of that old energy. Mm-hmm. You know, you might as well sage everything if that's the case. Uh, but what what about you? Would you bring something old to something new? Oh no, 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 no. What if it's like something that like it was your favorite? Like it was like your favorite necklace. Mm. You would throw the necklace away. I threw rings. You s- ring. Wow. <laughs> One wow. ring. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dang, you just... I don't keep jewelry. You just I was, got all I was these menses giving you treasures. Hey, hey. I was I was mad at that one, but... um, But, yeah. 
that that rings somewhere in the, in my backyard in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck that bitch. <laughs> but no, I don't. I haven't kept anything from previous relationships. Like I think it's a cleansing ritual for me. Whenever that relationship or whenever that season ends, I just end or I yeah I end everything that's connected with that season. So that's. Of course, I loved everything that I learned with it, but now it just cleanses from me and I can move on from it and just take what I need, which is the lesson. I don't think I ever attached that much emotion to something somebody gave me. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is you still have a lot of things from your exes. Who knows? Who no. So we're just going to have to burn everything. That's what I hear. <laughs> we're just going to have a massive cleanse. Well, no. Okay. So edit that part out. I mean, give, this is my real answer right here. Oh. What I'm about to say. No, everything's staying in. <laughs> um, I never got anything. Well, yep. Previous girlfriends were trash. I, well, I got I was, like CDs, like mixtapes. That was a really good playlist, you know, <laughs> like, okay. Uh, notes. I ain't got none of them notes though. Well, yeah, we don't. Yeah. But like something like. We're talking about gifts, not gifts. notes, like actual gifts. Well, it's mine. I don't see why I should. I don't, it's mine, mm -hmm. you know. So I have a question for you. Mm. Let's say, let's say this necklace that we all know you gave me. Mm -hmm. Let's say an ex-boyfriend gave it to me. Never take this necklace off. This necklace has never left my neck, but for it to be cleaned at the jewelers. Do did I give you other necklaces to wear? Let's say no. Let's say this is the only necklace on my neck. Then you know I have no complaints if I. Haven't given you anything to replace it. Now, let's say I have given you other <laughs> necklaces to replace it. It's still, uh, it has to go. Mm. Has. But this is my favorite go. necklace. I mean, that <laughs> necklace gotta go. <laughs> but why? I don't. Gotta, I didn't attach any feelings. I love go. the design and the shape and the little diamond right mm -hmm. there. It, it compliments my I give you so a big, well. I give you a bigger necklace, bigger diamond, <laughs> bigger shape. Okay. Okay. It mm -hmm. has to yeah. Mm -hmm. So I guess to to the listener, yeah, go ahead and get that jacket away. <laughs> go ahead, give it away. Do your do your cleansing yeah, ritual. Do your cleansing ritual. Give it away and grow grow your life with your new bay. Dang. And you never know the person that will receive what was it a jacket mm -hmm. will get the jacket next. Will probably cherish it more. But why do you think or just as much? Why do you think that is? Like you could probably spend two years with a person as soon as that relationship's over like all those memories get burnt they get left in the dust mm -hmm. they get locked away it just never happened I don't know I guess I've never had like a good breakup is there like such a thing as a good breakup but I've never had like a good breakup where I just wanted to we left mutual friends and I didn't have any emotional attachments to those things I've had bad breakups where I'm like mm, fuck this bitch mm. and I wanted to you know burn everything and erase and destroy everything that reminded me of them I'll be sure to stay on your good side okay <laughs> I will be sure but uh 
Okay, I can understand that. But what if it was like mutual? But like we've seen it, I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Like people, they would change whole friends. Like whatever friends we met during that relationship, they didn't talk to them no more. Like it was just dead. Mm-hmm. They got whole new friend circle. Like it was just, I was like, the switch up is crazy. And that's what, that's what's so crazy to me. Like you spend this time with this person, have these feelings, okay, things went bad. But to burn those memories, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why I said I don't I don't take only take the things that I need, mm-hmm. which is mostly the lessons. Like we were in that relationship because I needed to learn something. Mm-hmm. God was trying to show me something to get me, you know, ready for something that was better. So in order for me to Like, I guess it's just a process for me just to move on past it and realize what I was supposed to learn. Because if I'm, you know, constantly in that hate or constantly seeing or I wouldn't even say hate just in that place and that sadness, Mm -hmm. if it was a terrible breakup, um, you know, constantly reminded me of those things and reminded me of the other person. Am I going to miss the person that I'm supposed to be with? Cause I'm constantly stuck and dwelling in the past because of these other things that I'm, that I'm uh, focusing on. True. I mean, and I can't, I can't give you an example of like mutual friends. Cause like I said, I haven't had that, you know, experience. So I don't know. I don't know what that would be like. I I can't imagine. But I don't know. It's just the it's just that feeling and I know a lot of ladies can um relate to what I'm saying, but that feeling after you have like finally gotten over that person and realized like what you were supposed to learn, it's so freeing. Mm-hmm. Like and it usually happens once I like you know, get rid of all the things that tied me down to that relationship. So that sounds very empowering. I just never experienced that for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember my breakups. I, I don't remember. But I think I think girls, we are more attached. Probably. Than oh no, guys. this is over. Okay. Yeah, because like, okay. we're we're trained to be like looking for a husband like looking for someone long term Mm -hmm. I don't even want to say a husband but looking for you know in gold a husband Mm -hmm. so but for guys you're just dating just to date or dating just like really because you like that person and I'm not saying that's for all girls I'm just saying that's how society has you know tried to teach us we're supposed to be you know going for dating for our husband but that's not always translated for the guy and I think that's why we tend to have so much um, emotions tied to it as well on the breakups it's not just like a okay well bye Um, even though that might be something for you know some girls but you know sometimes we can carry that emotions more I've had I've had one bad breakup oh yeah Mm mm-hmm well, maybe that should be a topic for a future podcast episode. What, bad breakups? Mm-hmm. Really bad. Keep that a secret. I want to hear about it, but not today. We're going to save that for a topic. You said you don't want to hear about it and not today? I said I don't want to hear about it, not today. 
Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for opening up your minds and your uh, your cars and however you're listening to this podcast. Remember to see us on Life Unfigured Out podcast, podcast. on all platforms. All uh, platforms. <laughs> and uh, go to Anchor, leave us a message, and let us hear from you. Let us know what you're learning. Let us know what you want us to talk about. You know, let's grow and learn together. So ending the podcast, Billy. What are some interesting things that you have read or what are you reading now? Um, actually, I'm reading uh, The Miseducation of the Negro. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's an interesting book. It's, it's talking about how black people historically have been miseducated mm-hmm. in, in all as- aspects of life. Mm. Okay, so I'll be sure to leave that information for the book so you guys can um read that if you are interested or look into it if you're interested yeah look into it let's read it together mm-hmm. i'll definitely see if they have an ebook available so i can download it and that or... is the miseducation of the negro by i can't remember i don't know the author well i'll be sure to list it and have the information down below to get you guys the right information But thank you guys so much for listening to episode two of Life Unfigured Out podcast. We will see you guys in the next episode.